What's up, earbuds? Welcome to another episode of The Earbuds, a music podcast where we talk about music like you talk about music. What's up, Mark? Oh, I like that. Yeah, isn't that a good... I've been in the ad business for a few years now. Catchy. Very catchy. Also, uh, what's up? <laughs> I'm a quick turnaround on this episode. Hell yeah. I think it's also going to be very... Uh tonally inconsistent episode with what we have on the docket i would agree we're gonna be Um, bouncing all over the place we are all over the place we got a lot of fun stuff uh planned for this episode we're gonna review uh or discuss is the word we like to use on this podcast we're gonna discuss uh the soccer mommy album and then uh the little baby album it's a family friendly pod this one We'll get into the Isley Brothers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Father. Father John Misty. That works better. We're just going to play Father Stretch Your Hands Part 1 and 2 back to back. All pod. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about those albums. Uh, we got a fun segment coming up. Uh, before we kind of get into the show, um, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at EarbudsCast. If you like the show, uh, we'd love a five star review on whatever platform you're consuming podcasts, the more the merrier. If I sound like, uh, I sound, I know I sound a little weird. I'm battling a cold. I just had my, my Jordan flu game in basketball. You know, and coming home to podcasts after. What a yeah, hero. Just absolute fire Monday. We lost by 50, but. <gasps> <laughs> the team we played against had a guy who dunked on us. Um, he did yes. try to dunk on me, and I, I fouled him. I gave him a hard foul, so he, he missed. Uh, it was brutal, man. We only had five guys, so like we had to play the whole game. Which you never, you never want to see that. The other team had ten guys. They just like a hockey sub, you know? Like they just rotate a whole new crew in. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Very tough. I did listen to Lil Baby, though, on the way in, so I've got um, very fresh in my mind. Do you want to uh, you want to do the our little albums of the week then? Yeah, I guess it's albums of the week is a bad title, uh, but a lot dropped on Friday. Uh, as we said, we're going to talk about Little Baby and we're going to talk about Soccer Mommy, but uh, we do want to highlight um, a couple other things that also came out because it was kind of a it was a pretty chaotic Friday for for new music. A lot of a lot of stuff came out. Yeah, the floodgates finally finally opened after yeah. complaining yeah. about nothing dropping. Took like seven weeks, but here we are. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna do a brief bonus album each, I guess. Yeah, really yeah. Get into it, but yeah, I'll um, go for or I'll, yeah, I'll I'll go first. Um, G Herbo released an album. Uh, it's titled PTSD. Uh, we've talked about G Herbo on the the pod before. Uh, I think both an album discussion and just like a couple of the singles before. Uh, but he's like a a drill rapper from Chicago. Um, I guess would you consider him drill? Whatever. He's a rapper from Chicago, and um, I think this this album is very, very, very good. Uh, it gets into a lot of like emotional uh, lyricism, lots of very personal stories. Um, usually, I feel like we listen to G Herbo for like party bangers, but this was like an actually very well constructed album, in my opinion. And I think it 
it, I don't know if it'll be top 10 for me by the end of the year, but it's like one of my favorite albums I've heard so far. That I'm a little bummed we're not going to like kind of dive all the way into it because I, I really, really enjoyed it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I have not gotten a chance to listen the to The title yet. song, PTSD, with Juice World, um, R.I.P., uh, Chance the Rapper, and Uzi is extremely good. Like one of the best songs I think of the year. But yeah, that's my take. You should go listen to it. That's quite the take. Yeah. All right. Well, my, yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it. The album that I'm going to toss up here, um, given one listen to this morning on the way into work, I didn't realize it had come out until uh, just recently is Suddenly by Caribou. Um, he makes, like, pop dance type music, I guess, is a way okay. that I would describe it. That's not uh, really your scene. No, it, it's hard to kind of pin down exactly. I would say kind of like the avalanches, but a little oh. less sample heavy. Okay. So kind of that lane. Uh, but... The album varies greatly in kind of like the styles of songs and stuff, but it's a very engaging listen. Um, and there's just a lot of packed into each song. Uh, uh, check it out. There's some good good summer tracks on there that I'll be okay. playing. I'll put it on in my queue this week. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Other albums that were released, like Young Nudie released an album, Real Estate. Uh I feel There's like I'm, I'm missing um, like another two or three big ones, but crazy week. Moses Subney. Yes. Half of part one. Album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, go check out G Herbo and go check out Caribou. All right. Let's get into our, our segment here. Uh, as we, no news. Not really. Nothing really okay. happened. That's fair. Do you have anything top of mind? No, just that, I mean, there's like a couple album announcements that I can't remember now, but oh, uh, I mean, like you... late Lady Gaga and Car Seat Headrest, which is a weird combo to say in the same sentence. But they both dropped singles. Um, all right, yeah, no, like actual news, news. Would you see uh, that? Was it the New York Times opinion article about the woman whose ex-boyfriend is now dating Lady Gaga? Do you see that going around the internet? Oh, I saw. Very funny. Okay. Yeah, I didn't read it, but yeah. Well, it was it... Like what what happens when your ex is like now dating a celebrity? Yeah. Like so then, idea. the person who wrote it is kind of getting like roasted for even like <laughs> writing an article like that. So then, around the internet, it was going around on Twitter like, how famous would like how famous would someone have to be for your ex to start dating that you would write about it? <laughs> it's like a generating you know clicks in like room. lady gaga would certainly qualify yeah like that famous or would you have to be like lower like what if your ex started dating like i don't have anyone now top of mind i don't know wayne brady yeah i don't think <laughs> like no. that's not famous enough probably no it's crazy anyway yeah all right, well, Lady Gaga's releasing an album. I didn't, I didn't know that. Cool. Carsey Headrest is sick. We've talked about them before. Yeah, uh, that'll be. We'll have to have to get 
get a discussion on that because there yeah. are they um mentioned that like he recorded it as sort of like an electronic version with like kind of like midi samples and stuff and then a rock version of the same album and then he's like for streaming releases consolidating them into one mix and then like very artistic like the like vinyl release is going to be like one mix and like the cd release is like a different so oh, it's yeah gosh. it's like very interesting approach to it They're like very uh will toledo so <laughs> i read it and i was like that's cool it's also not surprising at all that he's doing that yeah it's unnecessary but all right <laughs> interesting let's check it out um the only other piece of news that i like had put into the sheet there was uh did you see the the acapella version of the box the video yeah i kind of watch... skipped through it it's pretty funny dude it's horrible <laughs> i i yeah i didn't really understand it's, it's just so weird like i don't know why anyone would do that it's a very twitter thing yeah um uh, that's the do news it, i mean nothing really it the gram yeah dude for the i guess there's a, a a verified account who did that. <laughs> you know, like what she you... should she should lose her blue check mark. Yeah, okay. give it to us. Yeah, <laughs> Twitter's no longer accepting verified uh, applications. Really? Yeah, supposedly, that's what it says on there. We missed uh, the boat. Little boat. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, let's move it along. Um segment this week we're gonna get into here is if you could force your friend to listen to one artist album or song or whatever at least one time per day for the next 40 days what would you force them to listen to i had a lot of ideas so this was originally inspired because we were trying to think of a lent based (laughs) segment trying to grow the faith listeners (laughs) Uh, just you know, just try and keep it topical, really. Yeah, more for the the hashtags. So I, I'll I'll throw out one kind of okay. kind of just like a a nice well, easy you... easy floater over the plate. Limp biscuit would be funny. Wow. <laughs> Especially depending on the person. I owned a Limp biscuit album. Yeah, I when mean... I was a kid. It's very different when you're a kid and when you're someone else is buying you music. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like the lead song on NHL hits. Rolling. Yes, I think I could do that for forty straight days. I would be tough. Uh, yeah. yeah. A, well, I guess like like okay, yeah. Do you have to listen to like a whole album? Yeah, that's what my question was going to be because some of these are. Okay, let's just keep tossing them back and forth. Like, well, what would be also, really funny? Limp Biscuit, real quick, not to yeah. spoil the fanatic, but um, so directed by Limp Biscuit's Fred Durst, there is a scene where um, one of the characters <laughs> is driving his son and he plays Limp Biscuit for him and they like headbang together. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I can't believe he's direct. Is this his first director's? I don't think so, actually. Wow. Which is... That's shocking. 
That movie is actually shocking. The fanatic. Bad. It's so bad. Is that the Gotti one you just or the John Travolta? Yeah, yeah. Gotti. I think it's worse than Gotti. Wow, are you serious? I, th- I think so, dude. Gotti is one of the worst pieces there of was... content I've ever watched in my entire life. I it's a horrible some... film. I got some enjoyment out of Gotti at least, but uh, it was like com- it was it was comically bad. The fanatic is like I was very unsure if I should be laughing or not because <laughs> John Travolta's character is definitely like supposed to be on the spectrum or something. Oh, and so it's one of those performances, and jeez, he Did really he, gives he, it his all. He oh, does man. not have that range. I'll give him that. He well, does not have the range. Yeah, so there's a lot of just, it's just a very uncomfortable movie to watch. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should, get, recommend. we should get into uh, movie, Amazon Prime. movie reviews too. We'll just pick like one horseshit movie every week and just <laughs> give I, made, I made a musical connection. Yeah, that was pretty good. Nice, nice job. All right, Limp Biscuit is your first one. Let's just keep tossing these back and forth uh, to see like, I definitely had the punishment mindset. Like, I'm going to force you to listen to something painful for 40 okay. days. Uh, so my, my first one would be Kids Bop 40. They're on 40. Yeah, that's... It's got Old Town Road, Senorita, Break Up well, With Your Girlfriend yeah. on Board. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, like a bunch of like nine-year-olds singing Old Town Road. Well, I mean, Sounds... that's, what, <laughs> that's what it is, right? <laughs> What? Kids love that song, regardless. I guess. Uh, I hate Kids Bop. I hate Kids Bop. You're so edgy. I is that edgy? No, he's kidding. Huh. Um, I don't really have a strong opinion about Kids Bop. It's very annoying. Uh, I I mean, I would definitely not want to listen to. Yeah, it I think that'd be days. horrible. All right, you. What, do you have any other ones? Oh yeah, couple um, in the bag. So is... <laughs> oh yeah. This is more of a specific song, High Hopes. Oh. (laughs) Lose my mind if if I had to listen to that 40 days straight. Um, Very political of you. You know, it was just on the brain for some reason. Sure. What else did you have? I've got a few more. Chainsmokers? Yeah, well, so, yeah, there's definitely people that voluntarily do that. Correct, but if I was giving this to you personally, okay, yeah, like I, was I know, just thinking of I'm a general person. Oh, I was not. I was thinking specifically, okay. like, what could I force Mark to listen to that he would hate? So, Chainsmokers, Pitbull was up there. Um, yeah, those are pretty good. Pentatonics, which do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. an acapella group. That would be horrible. Yeah, that, that would not be. <laughs> All right, so I was thinking that I slipped into the mindset of like, if you were forced to listen to an artist over and over, you would eventually explore some of their discography. So I was like, sure. okay, making them do like one hit wonders would be funny then. Because then you're looking at like, you know, the deep cuts and the B sides of the Baja Men. Oh. Or Rupert Holmes of the Pina Colada song fame. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, didn't know his name. Me neither. Until I, I looked. <laughs> I had some 
weird Google searches <laughs> for these ideas. You're going to get some weird ads. Mm. We looked into, uh, in college, we looked into getting the Baja men to play one of our parties. Surprisingly affordable. That's, I mean, short set list, probably. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, all right, guess how many monthly listeners they have. The Bahamen? Yeah. Um I would well, say Alright, first first guess how many streams who let the dogs out has. Total. On Spotify, yeah. Um thirty one million. It's not bad. Fifty one million. Okay. Okay. Monthly streams, I yeah. wanna say like one point six million. Oh, it's a little high, seven hundred and seventy thousand. Wow. Okay, under a million. That's not shocking. They don't really need. Yeah, who are those seven hundred thousand people? Yeah, I mean, they're like I monthly listening to the Bahamas. That's crazy. That's crazy time. All right, should we give each other one? Should we do this and then like post about it? Um, go go on this endeavor. Yes, because okay. I have one that I didn't mention. Okay, give that one to me. Kevin Federline. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Jeez. All right, I'll give you Britney Spears. Okay, I can do that. I feel like I I came out on the... I'll just listen to Toxic every day. Toxic is such a good song. Yeah, you're going to oh be all right. Oh my God, dude. Kevin Federline has... <laughs> 609 monthly listeners. <laughs> wow, that's just 609? I'm assuming this is the right Spotify page. Uh, and the one with the Spotify, mic? His Spotify picture... Oh, I thought that was him pointing a gun at the camera. Nope, yeah, that that's is a, a microphone. Mic. I think that's him. I think you're right. Fans also like Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan. I was just looking at the... The suggested artists. What is Jessica Simpson's sister's name? Ashley. Ashley. That'd be a good fun one. Yeah. Feel like I came out um, on the. Yeah, I feel like I need to give you a different one. No, you should have. Should have been ready. <laughs> should have prepared, I guess. All right, we'll do the Britney Spears Kevin Federline month and a half yeah when oh. does lent end is it, it uh, easter right that would be correct and that, that is sense. early april okay yeah. i can handle that okay see you on the other side we'll report it back just, it just has to be like one song yeah i don't think you really need to get into yeah, it yeah because it doesn't look like k-fed has more than two songs on here k-fed well he's under kevin Federline. How many does Nick Lachey have? Oh. Solo artist. Two hundred six thousand. Okay. He's doing much better. Yeah. Dude, this is such a deep fucking rabbit hole. Now there's like Nick Carter, Ryan Carrera. Yeah, yeah dude. Nick Carter's at eighty four thousand. Aaron is at four forty five. He's got some good songs. Aaron's party come get it is very fun it's kind of like all i really have to say it's fun His he's kind of a crazy person in 2018 huh 
Not Shocking. Really Shocking. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, Aaron that was... Carter. His sorry. No. Yeah. We're gonna move, we're gonna move <laughs> on after the first sentence of his Spotify bio. Oh goodness. Which is, Aaron Carter is a multi-platinum singer and is widely regarded as one of the biggest pop acts of all time. What? <laughs> I don't know if I would consider myself part of that wide regarding. I don't think that's true, but... Agree to disagree. Oh, man. You want to know what else is like really fascinating about... Uh... Where is Quazon City? So you could also on Spotify look at like where people where most of these uh, listens come from. So number one on Aaron Carter is Quazon City, PH. What is that? Yes. Chicago is two, New York is three, LA is four, Dallas is five. Would that be the Philippines? Yeah. Maybe. Did you look it up? No, but PH, right? Yep, it is the Philippines. So his top listener is are from the Philippines. Wow. Interesting. Huh, you learn something new every day. That is shocking. Aaron's party. Yeah, good. Good. Learn something new every day. Okay, let's uh let's move it along here. Uh that was enough Aaron Carter talk for, for one week. Um we're gonna talk about little baby. So why don't we play um heating up uh, from his last album, My Turn, uh, that we're going to talk about uh, right after this. Cook that shit up, Quay. Phobia look like we hit bricks, how like we sell bricks, we don't sell shit, we just make hits. Yeah. Turn up. Keeping my composure, never sober, never choking, always smoking dozy. Fuck them if they getting over, got a monk like caught me cause the kid the coldest. I ain't changed, I stay the same and maintain it. Safe to say the kid getting older. Forever gang, I'm never switching over. Made a lane and niggas can't get over. I can't mess with rappers, they be bogus. Rather get a pack and keep the over. Big dripper, stand up in the ocean. Everybody trapping, we get losing. He ain't 4 PF if he ain't got motion. Made a half a ticket, out promotion. Shout out Switcher Sweet, they keep me rolling. But if we catch the out, we gotta stroke them. Ryan around with Drake, like we OVO. I got some rats and I want some more. Still got them passing the hood, call it give and go. Keep a nigga, man, bitch in a figure four. Let me fuck when I want, I just come and go. Man, these rats get too big for these skinny clothes. I might put me an M in some bitch or both. They little bro hit the stick and start getting low. I spent 500 rats on a Lambo and didn't even know how to make that motherfucker go. On my birthday, I just wanna lift the door. Barely flex, but don't pay with me, period. Shoot is follow behind it. So that was uh, Heating Up by Lil Baby. Let's talk about Lil Baby. On Friday, Da Baby. Well, I, I shouldn't say Da Baby. That's a different artist. Uh, on Friday, Lil Baby released uh, his album My Turn, uh, his first full project, solo project since 2018. He took 2019 off. Uh, he kind of owned 2018, so it was kind of shocking to see him really not drop another mixtape or album or anything. He's been uh, around on features, though. Yeah, he's been doing features and like I think like one or two singles, but. He didn't really, you know, in 2018, he dropped Trip Harder, which was a collab with um, Gunna. And then he had another uh, album that I'm now blanking on the name in 2018, but was considered like one of the hotter up and coming artists in the genre. Uh, and then here we are now in 2020 uh, listening to his album. So what did you think? Uh, I liked it. I don't think it's like 
anything super incredible, but it's very solid. And I think it establishes him as somebody who's going to be around for a while and very fine with him kind of being a major face of hip-hop going forward. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it is I kind of feel comfortable with him as the face. I'm good with that in his hands. Uh, Little Baby is an extremely fun rapper. Like, it just sounds like he's having such a good time when recording music and rapping. Um, He, like, falls in line with some of the other, like, up-and-comers that are very much following that, like, young thug, auto-tune, sing-song rapping from Atlanta. definitely a disciple of young thug. Right. Not as much weirdness, but, like, you could definitely feel the... They're, yeah, like, those extensions are, like more made for radio young thug yeah yeah exactly they're the um i wish they dressed up in like cool robes and stuff like the knights of ren (laughs) but they're actually they're much more relevant than what they turn out to be so that's good for them (laughs) nice dig and that was star wars Uh, uh go for it no, I was just trying to get us back on oh. track. Well, the oh, album no. the album features like Thug, it features Lil Wayne, it features Future, Gunna, Little Uzi Vert. Uh, I think what's really impressive is like most of those guys, with the exception of Gunna, I don't really listen to a ton of Gunna, so I can't really say much. Uh, those those folks are all really well known for their lyricism and songwriting and then rapping as well. Um, like making you feel a little bit um, and I feel like he, he held his own with, along the likes of those mm-hmm. uh, other rappers because sometimes when you have a, a feature of Wayne or Future or you know a big artist you get over uh, you get a little bit ahead of your skis and I feel like this he, he did not so that was impressive yeah there's a good list of features who all like more or less deliver but yeah like you said he like he rises to the occasion on each song i think um i do think as you said before he's a good rapper the album itself though really allows him to showcase his versatility like he can find like the melody and like has fun hooks and with his like kind of sing-song voice or auto-tuned whatever he's doing but it's it's very engaging throughout even though i think there is like decent amount of filler on here but yeah uh, absolutely uh i mean one of the songs on here uh whoa was like one of the the singles um it's been on it reached number one on billboard uh, i think twice separately uh which just shows you like how he how mainstream it could get when you said like Young Thug for radio, yeah. like Young Thug's never gonna have yeah. like a, a yeah, number like one the, single. Well, um, no feature, just little baby. Right, so. very fun chorus. He raps very like it's very pacey. Um, the Take Heath, uh, both Take Heath tracks on this album are great. Um, yeah, I don't have like a. I think there's probably a really good album in here if it's just you know pared down a little bit but sure this is also probably 
like when I see like 20 songs, hour, hour plus on a hip hop release, I'm just like, yeah, they're going for stream numbers. It is what it is. <laughs> Not going to yeah. knock it or anything. <laughs> right. Like, go get that bag. It's less about the. Um, yeah. It's, it's like, less about the album and more about. Yeah. Which is. You know, getting you as gotta, many songs out as possible. You got to capitalize on your moment in the spotlight. Like I'm yeah. not going to fault him for that. So yeah, I don't think any of it stinks though. I thought it was uh, a pretty no, good album. Yeah, yeah. All right, you got anything else? Otherwise, we can move on to Saka Mummy. Uh, yeah, let's move on. All right, let's uh let's play Circle the Drain before we get into it. Okay, that was Circle the Drain from Soccer Mommy's uh, second album, uh, Color Theory, which was also released Friday. Um, it's the second thank album you, from Sophie Soccer Allison. Mommy. Thank you, Soccer Mommy. Uh, yeah, second album from Sophie Allison, also known you know as Soccer Mommy. Um, her first album, critically acclaimed, uh, kind of made her the indie darling that... We know her as um, perfect afternoon pitchfork music. Uh, very early Lala set, I would imagine, kind of where she exists. But man, is she talented! Yeah. So the like, I've seen her recently described as like a singer songwriter, which I, like, technically is true, but usually. That's like I associate that term with like much like lighter, more acoustic stuff like Sarah McLaughlin. Um, but I mean, definitely emphasis on the songwriter. I would yeah. say like more like alt pop or bedroom pop, even. It's like a very intimate, like pop indie sound still. It sounds very much like Lana Del Rey, but you replace the piano with a guitar yeah it's very minimal uh, it's very personal and it's yeah intimate to your to your point but enough about what it sounds like let's get into those those lyrics those uh, lyrics i think it's like so the album as a whole largely um is about 
depression and particularly her depression um and it's like a it's very poetic but also very a lot of the lyrics initially kind of sound like pretty or sort of whimsical and then you process them and you're like oh no that's <laughs> pretty heartbreaking yeah um, Did you have any any thoughts before I ramble on too much? No, you can keep rambling. I uh, can insert whatever. Yeah, whatever. I, I agree with you. I wrote down a couple lyrics um, from a couple of the songs that I liked, kind of to your point. Um, they're whimsical. A few of them are funny, even though they're kind of heartbreaking, um, just like the way they're delivered. She's very blunt. Yes. You don't get kind of hammered over the head with metaphors with her. It's like she has a way of writing songs where – it's it is very poetic, but it's very direct. It's not, yeah. You don't have to like really. You don't have to uncover a lot. Yeah, like there, a lot of the times it'll start with a metaphor. By the end of the first verse, you're like, ah, okay, I know where she's going with this. Um, but it deals. It's like not just about her. It's not. How do I say this? The way she talks about depression is kind of struck me as sort of unique she talks about it like it's sort of like a physical thing inside of her it's, it gives it like a very like strong heft to it and it like like when you sit down and like read through the lyrics along with the album and it is like very heavy stuff oh yeah i mean on circle the drain the song we just played there's a a line in there that says trying to seem strong for my family and friends but i'm so tired of faking it it's like a very, like if you said that to your therapist, they'd be yes. like, oh shit, we're about to get into some stuff. You know, like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she, like, I, yeah, I was just very struck by the way. Um, it's like lines like that, but also stuff where like she kind of portrays the depression as like something that's always inside of her, even when she's not depressed. She There's like multiple songs where she's like, talks about like oh yeah i'm doing fine now but i still know it's there like lurking somewhere inside of me but said much better than that uh, but at the same time back to the top of the discussion you mentioned it's you know like early pitchfork set it's very like pleasant springtime like balcony porch vibes so still very digestible and yeah well i think that what makes it like what what makes it um, so listenable is how relatable it is. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's not like the the lyrics are sad, but like I I wouldn't listen I wouldn't feel bogged down listening to this many times in a week. Like I wouldn't right. I don't think yeah. I would feel sad. I would feel like someone is listening to me or like, oh, I get that. I relate to that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like expressive in that way. Like you can listen and feel like you can get some things off your chest because it's things you would say about yourself. Yes. So which is I think is like really impressive. Um I oh, I will say the once you read the lyrics or listen to the lyrics for yellow is the color of her eyes. That's a tough song to go back to over and over. It's about like, 
how she feels like she's not, you know, with touring and stuff. Um, she's like losing time she would be spending with her mom, who it's sort of implied here. And I think on another song, like I got the impression that her mom is sick. Um, it's like very sad. And she, she says the the end of the song is loving you isn't enough you'll still be deep in the ground when it's done i'll know the day when it comes i'll feel the cold as they put out my son Jeez. and then the only comment on genius is so basically soccer mommy ruined my life once again <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> Jeez. i haven't but gone it's a, it's a very song pretty sounding songs it is well what i wrote about at the first listen was that song sounds so much like the final song of a live concert pre-encore like the end the end two minutes is like so big and Mm -hmm. very like i'm finishing my show thank you for listening to me i'll be back out in five minutes yes yes uh Yeah, I'm trying to. I feel like we. So, I, I wrote a lot, but we also covered a lot of ground real quick. Yeah, we um, did. I think we were very concise. So uh, the other song I do want to bring up is like Royal Screw Up, which I I really like. Um, the opening lyric is like, I'm the princess of screwing up. And it's like all about how um, this other guy probably sees her as like a pretty face to save. But then she makes this like this one line that says I'm not so pretty when I'm naked. And I just thought that was so funny. Cause it's like, <laughs> I feel like everyone thinks that about themselves. It's like, yeah, I don't want to see myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you <laughs> step out of the shower and you're like, yeah, like all right, not going to look to the side. Yeah, you <laughs> gonna look at the fat mirror. <laughs> piece of shit. Like why'd you have 17 <laughs> beers this weekend? You should have like gone on a long walk. Shouldn't long have eaten pizza six days in yeah. a row. Yeah, what are you doing? No one wants to have sex with that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I thought I thought that was a really funny uh, yeah. and relatable line. But again, I think it's just like everything's very relatable. I don't know about the yellow is the color of her eyes, um, but maybe it is. I'm well, sure everyone kind of has like a yeah. person, right? Like you have. Yeah, that... I would say that's very related. Like, I mean, people have their own relationships to their parents, but yeah. I, like that strikes like. I'm sure some chord where it's like, you know, you see that fading away or um, you realize you're kind of taking it for granted at a certain point. Yeah, that's a well said, Mark. Well said. Yeah, but um, real quick back to that. I thought you brought up Royal Screw Up and I think that's a really good example of where there is a metaphor and she kind of runs with it in like a fun way throughout the song, but it's still very obvious what the song is about. Right. It's not too much. It's, it's just, it exists in such a perfect space for your brain to comprehend. Honestly. Um, yeah. Like you don't feel like you need to re read the Reddit thread about what that everything really means. Yeah, like the, I mean, our favorite website, Genius, there's really like, most of these songs only have like a couple annotations each, and I don't know if that's 
because there's not a ton of people um, like annotating, but I, I mean, she's big enough. I yeah. Think. I think it's mainly because it's just like, even on Genius, people are like, yeah, you should be able to figure this out. <laughs> we don't need to, we don't need to explain this for you, do we? Yeah, I totally agree. This will be, uh, I assume, in my top 10 by the end of the year. Very good album, through and through. Yeah, do you want to give a quick live update of your your 2020 rankings? Oh, yeah. I I note I just saw that tab on this on this sheet. Oh, for I don't, real? Yeah, I don't process music that way. And I'm not saying like it's a bad. I was just like, oh, yeah. I do it for because I, I like. So Mark is in, uh, referencing. I have a sheet in our Google document where I rank the album my favorite albums to my least favorite that i've listened to for the year so that way i can like easily at the end of the year look like everything i've listened to what have i liked what have i not liked kind of move things around if things are comparable it's easy to be like oh i should go back and listen to that because like it's been up here for a while and there's a reason why it was there um it's mostly just for me to document for like our year-end episode Mm -hmm. like okay here's all the stuff i listened to yeah, um, I just like. I also do like the power rankings I've been doing. Power ranking Monday is fun. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, number one, Mac Miller circles. Two would be Soccer Mommy, Color Theory. Three would be Beach Bunny, Honeymoon. Four would be G Herbo, PTSD. And five would be AJJ. Good luck, everybody. All right. G Herbo, with, crack in the top five. With Lil Baby just outside. Yeah, Lil Baby six. just outside at number six. So pretty big episode for the the rankings. Oh, we had so much shuffling this week. Yeah, for the the top ten, usually I'll have like, usually have a pretty good idea of what my favorite album was, and then I just brain dump for like an hour. It's fun. Albums that I liked and just try and sort through that, but I love that episode. It's it is a good time. Um, we'll have to rethink how to do it uh, this next year because Adam is moving to New York. I just found out. Ooh, yeah, our resident hip hop guy. Yeah, he'll he'll find plenty of um, yeah new rap hip hop artists that we don't know. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll come up with something there. Oh yeah, we'll figure it out. So anyway, thank you for listening. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Smash that subscribe button. Give us five-star reviews. Uh, That's what I got until next week.